Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of The Mistletoe Secret. I am the brown snow, Trey Plutnicki. And I am the puppy that knocks over the Christmas tree, Daniel Kunkel, our farf. Yeah, and we got... <laughs> didn't where you are? You were that when we did uh, One Christmas Eve, were you? Was I? Was I a puppy that knocked over the Christmas I think tree? You, I think Shit. that's what you picked. Um, okay, I think okay, that's the... Okay. I am... Um, Hmm. Mm. Oh, I am the fresh delivery of peppermint syrup at your local coffee shop, Daniel Kunkel. Hey, that's great. That's a fun one. I like one. that one. I like that, yeah. Yeah, good work. Union jobs. Hell yeah. Um, Unionize syrup. Okay. Unionize syrup. <laughs> Legal, legalize, what is what is that? Legalize ranch is what Eric Andre says. <laughs> um. Anyway. Uh, Speaking of radicalizing. Speaking of radicalizing, Daniel, we got another Christmas heart situation. Yep. Um, this movie ta- is, once again, a movie where a single mom of two kids can't pay rent, is threatened to be evicted around Christmas, fired from her job for saving someone that has had a heart attack... <laughs> and must find another job at another service place that has less money. And that all happens in this movie. And, and it's, where's the it's government to be, in all of this? It's supposed to be a, quote, feel-good movie. There's no oversight, Daniel. There's no oversight. Um, There's no oversight. There's clearly no social support systems. I didn't... I So this is a complicated movie, I feel like, because it's not... It's not bad. It... Well, it's not it's not bad in the sense that it's technically a movie, you know? Like if they were like like there's story, it's just like it's it falls into a trap that we see in a lot of Hallmark movies, mm, which mm-hmm. is Hallmark doesn't want there to be any any surprises. And this movie is an exception. Because at the end, there's a kind of bonkers bananas surprise. <laughs> it's super weird. Well, the beginning of this movie. This, did we say the name? This is the Christmas Secret. Which oh, I yeah. go, I go into. You put someone like me in front of a Hallmark movie. Someone who has seen fifty plus Hallmark movies, and you uh, say 60. one. Of, so I think 60. this is our sixtieth movie. Oh my god! Really? Congratulations. Yeah. Awesome. I, can you, um, yeah. Congratulations. You put someone like me in front of a movie called The Christmas Secret. I'm gonna go. There better be a real good secret in this movie. Otherwise, yeah. I'm going to call BS on it. Like someone like you and me leans forward a little bit. And when someone there's says a, there's a Christmas secret and I go, oh, oh, do tell. Uh-huh. Wherefore, where <laughs> oh, just tell me? What do you mean? Let's go, go on, go on, hmm. go on. I'm um, sorry. I'm just looking through. I was trying to anticipate what review you would read from IMDb. Yeah. Uh, I thought I think you might settle on John uh, ten out of ten star review. John Reardon is a good kisser. <laughs> yeah, is the title uh, of this one. Yes, yeah, super weird review. Um, there is a there is a decent um, there's a decent plot twist that we'll talk about at the end of this movie. There is like one scene that I didn't that didn't feel like a Hallmark movie for better or for worse. Where as you mentioned, a woman almost dies in this movie. Um, there is like a, a visual car crash. We've only like heard references of car crashes or um, we got something like um, the spirit of Christmas where they panned up and we we heard or it was an implied <laughs> car crash. This one, we full on see a car run off the side of a road. Yeah. And like into a 
into a very sturdy object with the woman in the car in the front seat unconscious passed out yeah unconscious i will say i i don't know if we talked about this but the pan up in christmas spirit was (laughs) does so much work in a in a word uh (laughs) creepy because it feels like some all-seeing eye is watching the movie (laughs) and it's just like all right we're not going to look at this, but it's going to happen anyway. <laughs> it's it feels super weird. So seeing it, I mean, seeing it is fine because like like if something, I don't know. I feel like Hallmark movies frequently toe the line between like what is oh, oh family friendly and what's not because like I'm confused. I'm always confused as to who these movies are for because they talk about like they do like innuendo about boning. And like that's like ooh taboo risque. Yes, yes, this movie does, in its defense, have the funniest line we've ever heard in a Hallmark movie, <laughs> which is between uh, the there's a woman who runs a bakery, and there is her friend who is introduced for about five minutes of this movie. It's only fodder for her name tag. It's only fodder for a name tag. She so this woman comes in, and the woman the one woman is like, "You should help this girl get her kids into daycare." Spoiler alert. And the woman responds, that sounds, uh, that's not easy. Like that's, we're full up. That's not going to be easy around Christmas time. And the other woman replies, quote, I've known you since high school. I know what easy means to you. The other woman replies, yeah, and I married him. Unreal. That's such good (laughs) writing. The delivery is hilarious. (laughs) She said it, and uh, I was like, "How did that slip through?" And then it how kept did that slip going. through the cracks? And they like fin- they buttoned the joke. Unreal, it's unreal. How super, did this super great setup punch one two? Yeah, <laughs> that's good. I do I do like a scrappy diner owner, you know, which which is in this movie. Yes, um, this I think does uh, it, this does handle the small town element very well. Um. In the sense that it feels like there's only two places of business. It feels like there's only yes. two. No, no, no. It feels like it feels like the sort of thing where it's like they're all everybody in this small town is really into baseball, high school baseball. Oh yeah, they're is... really into high school. But like, there's a uh-huh. dude in this movie, and he just like looks around the diner at one point, and he's like, "That guy over there, he scored blah 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 home runs in his high school season." Blah 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 blah. He's the pitcher over at blah 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 high school. Like they all know it, but it's not to the point like with the Alaska one where everybody knows everybody. Right. It's like there's pride in the town, but there's pride in the town, and there are clearly local quirks. But it's not to the point of like, okay, you just, I don't know how much, how many towns like these exist where like everybody knows everybody. It's only in Alaska. It's only in Alaska. Let's, let's talk about the plot. Sure. Um, (laughs) uh, we have to, (laughs) yeah, it's guys, this, this movie's boring. I hate to say it. Uh, we always say that nothing happens and i feel like every third week or so truly nothing happens in the movie yeah um let me read hallmarks yeah what's their description uh storyline summary because they usually hit all the marks yeah christine elsley's life is coming undone (laughs) she's been fired from her job 
threatened to be evicted from her home and her ex-husband. Oh, I we completely I I almost completely forgot about this. Her ex-husband comes in and out of the movie trying to take her two kids from him from her uh, in court. So uh, threatened to be evicted from her home and her ex-husband is taking her to court. Uh, for custody of their children. To make matters worse, she misplaced a very special family heirloom, a star-shaped locket handed down from her father, who disappeared from her life when she was a young girl. Her dead father. Dead parent. Dead parent. Dead parent. (laughs) (laughs) Two dead parents. She's got both of them dead. Many. Um, I don't really explain what happened to the mom. The mom just died, I think. But things seem to be looking a little brighter for Christine when she lands a new job working with a gregarious bakery owner and a holiday romance begins to blossom with Jason, the handsome grandson of a sweet couple who own a popular local store. Now, Daniel, if I could give... If I could give two descriptors for (laughs) this local store, it would be popular and local. Yes. Uh, we don't quite know what they sell. It's not it's not quite an antique secondhand store, but it well, is. When, yeah, when it was introduced cuz like these two people, I think their names are Judy and Gr- Grandpa. I don't know. <laughs> Judy and Grandpa. Judy sure. and Marshall. Marshall. Judy and Marshall, who fun fact, actually married in real life. For real? Yeah, for That's real. That's cool. That's funny. Um, I like that. Oh, look uh, at that. Judy and yeah. Marshall huh. at the top. Uh, Judy is like uh, this toy store or something. Like we need to be. They say something. They don't say toy store. They say we need to be selling toys. But it's not clear if it's like an antique shop because it kind of looks like an antique shop. Uh, but it doesn't look like a toy store. And they also sell like sell like baseball gloves. So I don't know. Um, anyway. Uh, a holiday romance begins to blossom with Jason, the handsome grandson of a sweet couple who own a popular local store, as she uncovers a long-standing family secret. Christine's luck might be starting to turn, bringing her good fortune and true love just in time for Christmas. So, here's what happens. Would we call okay? it a long-standing family secret? No. I feel like it's... Well, I don't feel like it's a, it's not a family secret because it's not like no, so the whole, they're keeping it secret yeah. in the family. It's just she doesn't know. No, the whole reason it's, she moves to this town is because she breaks up with her husband who, like we said, keeps her ex-husband who keeps showing up in this movie. Um, and, and she's just like, I didn't know where else to go. And I knew my dad was from this area. Um, and so she just moves to this town. And throughout the town, she like kind of drops this story a few times to some locals. And they're like, oh. What was his name? Maybe maybe I know him. And she's like, oh, my mom never told me his name. And so hmm. there's a bit of a mystery there. Um, and then there is there there's a lot of there's a lot of plots in this, surprisingly an amount of plots for how boring it is. There's that secret. The, the secrets in this title should have been plural because there's that secret. There is um, the grandmother of the guy who helps run the shop. She is the woman who gets in the in the car accident. Yes. Because she has a heart attack while driving. And the woman goes over <laughs> and gives her CPR until the ambulance shows up. And while giving CPR, the Christine's lucky locket that is a that is the family heirloom <laughs> f- falls off of her because CPR is hard, Daniel. Yeah, hundred percent. Um so this so hard that this necklace pops off of her neck. And falls into the lapel of 
um, this the woman's uh, jacket. Yeah. So um, so she like when that woman finally wakes up, she's like, "Who who gave me CPR? I want to like I want to thank her for it." Um, and they tell her the name. Uh, they tell her her name, and the son, the hot son, is like, "I'm gonna go find her." <laughs> so he's trying to figure out who it is, even though we already know who it is. But when he first meets her, she's wearing a, like an apron with someone else's name on it. Yes, with, because she works at a co- she. So she just started working at the coffee shop, and they didn't have yeah. time to print off her name tag. So in his, so his impression of her <laughs> is that her name is not Christine; it's Rosemary. Yes, and he goes the whole movie. They go on a date, and he never learns her name. He just calls her Rose. So he calls her Daniel. Rose. Like every time he calls her Rosemary, to the script's credit, every time he calls her Rosemary, something happens where she has to go. Okay, her kid gets hurt, or like something <laughs> yeah. happens that she has Daniel, to. There are leave. two near deaths in this movie. Yes, because okay, uh, regardless. Um, <laughs> so, so those sorry. are those are all the secrets. I think. Um. Yeah, and then like, and, and then like, does is anybody in? Because I think you're supposed to kind of be the whole time like, okay, so is anyone in town related to her? That's like I, the it, mystery. But that's I was secret. really, I was super worried that they were brother that they were brother and sister. Yes, yes, yes. yes I yes, was yes, really yes. worried because yeah, I was, I was like, once we got to the end, I was like. Okay, so they they super kissed without clarifying who what the family secret is. Um, the big the I, big reveal is that the woman who runs the bakery who hires her, that woman's son is her dad. So that is her grandma. That's her grandmother. Um, that's the secret. It's a pretty solid reveal. I yeah. think. My confusion is it seems like the peop- the toy people, the people who run the toy shop, yes, are the same age as the person who runs the bakery. The woman who runs the bakery looks like she's in maybe her maybe her mid 60s at the oldest. Yeah. I would honestly that probably some... guess the her 50s. That's a tight turnaround for being a grandma, tight especially turnaround. like a, a grandma of, who has two Two great grandchildren who are great almost grand, in their literal teens. <laughs> yeah, I don't that think that timeline around. works out. I don't think that no, works. No, 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 no. Um, that's the big secret. And then, um, yeah, they deal with the ex-husband. The ex-husband keep, like shows up for a couple of scenes. It, it's not that big of a deal, frankly. But and he, he, show, he shows up to be like, hey, uh, I'm taking you to court. Here's the divorce lawyer. And the divorce lawyer is like, I think we should be meeting in a room and not just like on the street. <laughs> Because <laughs> the divorce lawyer and her, <laughs> she's bumping oh into Christine God. like, like it's like there's only two shops in town, which there are. Yeah, there's the there's the diner that she gets fired from initially. There's the coffee shop bakery she gets hired to work at, and then there is the the nondescript <laughs> shop shop the the local the popular local store the store. Um, this her son also gets into baseball because the oh the yeah. hot guy starts teaching him baseball. Yeah, and then the the hot guy doesn't the hot guy rib his grandfather for not sponsoring a local team anymore? I think that's somebody else, but yes. Was that somebody else? But yes, but eventually the son at the very end, the son's journey in this movie 
Who cares? He's a banker guy who gets fired, and they're like, "Oh, you know, your dad really wants you to be a banker, a banker in the in the Big Apple, but you could just come here and run this nondescript shop." And his whole arc is realizing that he wants to run this nondescript shop and also run a, a little league team. That's a yeah, I'd say that's a dream. If we sat there in in boring silence, it's because real real snoozer in the real world that's fine that's a wonderful dream to have in, in the real world in a movie it is gives boring a who, cares? who cares um yeah i guess my thing is like the twist ending right that's cool you know and i'm happy they didn't tell us earlier mm-hmm. i will say they told us they gave us a lot of information that yeah. It, like super early that just frustrates you. Mm, like what? Like for instance, I wish they didn't reveal that she had the locket until until Christine noticed it was missing. Yeah, the tracking the locket. I lost track of that locket. Yeah. So like, because you see it very clearly go into her, like. And Hallmark movies have this issue all the time where they're like, I'm going to give the audience every bit of information that these characters don't have. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to just watch these characters bumble around like idiots trying to discover what the audience already knows for an hour and 20 minutes. And that's that's it's f- so frustrating to watch, which is it's so frustrating to watch a character yeah. either not communicate with another character to find out this really easy information to find out or. To watch just, just to like, it's so frustrating, Daniel. It makes the movie so frustrating. Well, then it's not a twist. Then it's just like, okay, yeah. I a twist would be if the the grandmother had a had a separate locket that looked the same, and they thought it was her locket. And then the twist was that the the great grandmother found the locket, and she was like, "This belongs to you." You're my gr- you're my granddaughter. Yeah, that's a twist. But the just the characters learning what I already know. That's not anything. That's just right. Um, that just is. That's it's just that's is. just words on a piece of paper. Yeah. Um, Daniel, I give this movie a two out of ten. I I have talked myself <laughs> much lower into this. Yeah, like <laughs> in the moment, I was really like rolling with it. It's super boring still, but. For what it is, I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like recounting um, the recounting the plot, I'm just like, I'm I'm half falling asleep right now. Let me look at some goofs. Mm-hmm. Are these the official IMDB goofs? Yes. Wonderful. Plot holes. <laughs> Betty would have pictures of Christine's parents, like from prom. <laughs> I don't know if that's a goof. I'd... It's a plot. <laughs> It's so that's definitely a plot hole. Uh, she should have had prom pics of of Christine's parents for sure. Um, my favorite thing. So we watched um, we watched uh, Shang Chi last night. Uh, it's my first oh. time first time seeing it. Um, my favorite trope in uh, in superhero or fantasy movies is that if a male character's mother is dead, and he either doesn't know his father or his father is a bad guy. Another typically female character will come in, they'll put their hand on the character's cheek and say, you look just like your mother. Yeah. It's in Harry Potter. It's in a lot of Marvel movies. 
and it's uh-huh. just sort of a general fantasy trope. I wish that happened once in a Hallmark movie, where if this woman had walked in, or if the grandkids had walked in, oh yeah, or no, she could have like, walked in. And she'd familiar. be like, "You look so familiar to me. You yeah. look like your. You look just like your father, uh. who was my son." <laughs> but you think that we find out that the the whole time they're like, "Oh yeah, the, my dad died." The, the grandmother reveals that the son died on a boating accident. I thought this movie took place in like Nebraska. You thought this was in Nebraska. I thought this was in a landlocked state. What did it? Does it say where it's? Nope. Okay. I went back and double checked. It's not on IMDb or anything. Like I don't know mm. where this movie is supposed to take place. That this guy died in a boat. Where was he sailing from? Is this an island? Because if they had just been like, oh, it's an island, or if they just made it a plane crash, like where did it? You know what? Where have we heard sailing before, Daniel? On Let's a get into steak, connection. steak cruise. S- steak cruise or or from that guy from uh, oh. th- uh, K- Christmas at the Thanksgiving Day Parade. Yes. Love at the Thanksgiving Day Parade. Yes, Love yes, at the Thanksgiving Day yes. Thank you. So it could be It's it so could weird to me that. the titles that like stick in my brain and the other ones that go in one ear. Out the other. Out the other, yeah. Immediately. Uh, it's, Some yeah. of them are like burned into my mind and about 80% of them. No, I got nothing. Um, okay, so okay. Let's call, it, let's call it Steak Cruise. Steak Cruise. Yeah. Steak Cruise. How do you feel steak, about that? Okay, I'm trying to think of my... What, what would I name a Steak Cruise? Ooh. Prime... Surf and Turf. Surf obviously. and Turf is very good. <laughs> um, like Prime... There's a Prime Cuts joke here. Or like cutting the waves, come eat or some steak and go s- surf. Tidal bone. <laughs> I don't think that one, my friend. Yeah, no, that's a different. All right, keep, sorry. What was your connection? I'm gonna keep thinking of this. That, that's I just that the boat is the steak cruise. Is that what we're talking about? I think so. I do think there is some supernatural stuff happening in this town. There is a lot oh, of okay. Santa imagery in this. Okay. Um, most notably, when the son, when I'm just curious about this dad, right? Because the dad is very elusive. the The hot guy's dad, who is a lot. Yeah, this just seems very vague, right? Um, I will say, there is a point where um the hot guy's um grandmother mm-hmm. says that she was she thinks that the comp the locket was a gift from an angel. Right, there's um, a ton of angel. There's a Santa there's a little yeah. So there's something going on on like the the antique toy shop side of things, which, as we know, antique owners are the antithesis to real estate developers. Yes, they are 100 so, percent involved in a vast conspiracy. So what if this? What if this is? Okay, here's my ready. Drop it. I got Drop it. Drop it. I've got it. Daniel, ready? Drop it. Hot guy. Yep. Jason sure was sent by his dad banker mm-hmm. famous for bankers famous for investing in real estate properties yes to dismantle this their grandparents antique shop from yes, 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 the yes. inside out is that it <laughs> is that the conspiracy and th- this real estate group same real estate group that uh, was found in love at the Thanksgiving Day Parade. The same hot guy real estate developer that was buying bookstores out. Mm, mm, yes, I like this. 
same same hot guy developer and and then also other hot guy developer part of the same collective um which is uh part of the movie where they oopsie doopsie and go to the wrong house for (laughs) thanksgiving yes i i yeah yeah no i can dig that i can dig that um i just feels like there's something more Uh, well we can call that that that's right you can dig that i can dig that that's That's, that and and what and what more do you do you want from me (laughs) i just feel like I, i i literally can't explain it it's a feeling it's a it's a mistletoe feeling it's a mistletoe feeling. It's a mistletoe Interesting. feeling. Um, the locket ends up on the tree. Locket does end up on the tree. That's legit. I don't know. I guess I got to drop it. I don't have anything. Okay. I don't have anything. That's okay. And, and listen, the, the feeling that you feel right now Use is it. going to come in handy channel later. It. Exactly. Exactly. It's I going to come in it. handy. Um, yeah. We, we did get a lovely, lovely email. Friend of the show, Eddie, uh, sent us an email with some questions. Um, yeah, that we're gonna we're gonna go over real fast. Um, we got we got five questions. These are excellent questions. Uh, some are just good clarifying questions, and some open up some doors. Uh, so question. Yeah, give me number. Give me number. Number one. one. The mistletoe secret is also the name of another Hallmark movie. I believe it's in 2016. Is there anything significant about using that movie's title as the name of the show? The dramatic answer is. The dramatic answer is no. Absolutely not. It's just it's just the name of a movie. And well, but here I mean here's my here's my even more dramatic answer. We knew maybe <laughs> we 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 knew what the mistletoe secret has in store in 2017. Okay, we knew. I responded with there is no connection that we know if we just picked the name for the show because it sounded cool. But it does sound and it does sound cool. Who knows what will happen when we watch the movie? Maybe yeah. there's a connection to the name that we're not even aware of. Yeah. I'm operating under that theory. Uh-huh. Or we we or we watch the movie The Mistletoe Secret and that's the end of the podcast. <laughs> yeah, what if it answers all of our questions? What if they're just like, hey Daniel Trey, let me sit <clears throat> let me sit down for a second. It's me, Papa Hallmark. I'm going Mama Hallmark. Hallmark is run by a woman. Uh, it's Mama yeah. Hallmark. Uh, here's all the answers you've been looking for. <laughs> um, uh, we yeah, here's a here and it's a manila folder. And they slide it across the table. As soon as we start then, watching it, we get we get a ding dong at the doorbell, and we go and open it. And it's just a, a man in a black suit who hands a Manila folder over, and he climbs back on a sleigh and rides off. Yeah, into the into the moon. Into the moon. Uh, question number two was Mr. Miracle the man or the dog? Mr. Miracle in the movie Debbie Macombeers. Mr. Miracle was the man, aka Angel. Uh, but the mm-hmm. dog and he are super close, and um, yeah. They, uh, Eddie, Eddie here asked a lot of questions about Mr. and Mrs. Miracle, their relationship. Is Mr. and Mrs. Miracle related? Not that we know yeah. of. No. Here's, and, and this was, I actually had uh, uh, talked with Eddie about this, too. Um, it's, it's so weird. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Miracle kind of blew things open a bit. Because I was under the impression that Mrs. Miracle was like this all-seeing uh i mm-hmm. and everybody named miracle was a disciple di- either related directly or like is mm. it, mm-hmm. or is like like some way familial yeah you know yeah, yeah but what mr miracle did is it's kind of like a just a name somebody gives you you know yeah like mrs he- miracle probably had a similar thing where sh- she was nominated as 
that's no, that's Mrs. Miracle. Um, his is a nick. Yeah, his is a nickname, definitely. Yeah, but that doesn't mean that Mrs. Miracle is not also a nickname. Right. Um, it's and it and that I'm so I'm just as confused. <laughs> it's very <laughs> very. I feel like Debbie explains it better in the book. Maybe I'll grab a copy of the book and and oh skim yeah. Maybe we it. need to do that. That'd be kind book. of funny. It'd be a little different. Yeah. Um. Is there one only one Mister slash Mrs. Miracle, or perhaps it is like a title that can be passed on or earned? Absolutely. I think there's definitely more, especially after what happened in Mister Miracle. Yes. Um. Um, yeah, yeah I, I, I like the idea of it being a handed down thing, um, but because it's angels, yeah. like their timeline for like, oh, I've been Mrs. Miracle for about 25,000 years now. Like yeah, their timeline's I'm, so different that I don't know if we'll I'm, ever encounter another one. <laughs> I'm thinking about retiring when I'm 65,000 years old. <laughs> Maybe go enjoy the black holes a bit. Uh, yeah. Are there more miracle <laughs> movies? Perhaps the miracle movies are like a sub-cinematic universe, similar to X-Men, Avengers, Fantastic Four are separate, but mm. all under the Marvel umbrella. Um, mm. There are not any other miracle movies listed. However, when I go to Debbie McElmbert's website, there are four books listed. <laughs> so probably in the future. Maybe and in the future. And if we're going... I mean, if we're going by um, how they've been spaced out, it's 2011. 2011 was a Debbie McElmbert movie. 2012 had a 20 McElmbert. No, 2010 had. It was 2010, 2012, 2012 had a 20 McElmbert movie. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I, I, think, um, I think Debbie's movies are their own universe. Really? I don't know so much about... No, 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 sorry. Not in the sense of like they are separate. They are outside of the main canon. I do think Debbie probably puts more work into her books being connected in some ways, little ways. Gotcha. Um, I, I think they are like that. Um, there is a... Um, there is a I, would, I would compare this to a very famous... Um, two, two movies specifically. There is um, Your Name and Weathering With You. Uh, both excellent, excellent movies... Um, written and directed by um, Makoto Shinkai. Um, wonderful, wonderful movies. In the the first one was was Your Name, and then they that was like five years later they did Weathering with You. And in Weathering with You, they just have the the two main characters from Your Name appear for like a second. They're just in that movie for like a brief, brief moment, and that's the only connection. But they're in the same they're in the same universe. They're in this magical realism world. I think Debbie probably puts in that same the same amount of effort into her things where meaning like her movies are intimately linked. They're intimately linked, but that doesn't mean that there are like direct, clearly there is. I, I, she, I mean, she has to have realized or at least in her head figured out some connection between Mr. And Mrs. Miracle. There's no way she just right. named those <laughs> the same thing. Like, yeah, especially when she made the movies, like, come on. Yeah. Like, especially if they're going to be made into movies, she at least had to think about some reason in her head. Yeah. Um, but Eddie, thank you so much for the questions. That's great. Um, I do, I do love, love, love the idea of miracle being a title, whether formal or informal. Yeah, yeah. Great questions. Thank you Wonderful. so much, Ed. Yeah. Um, um, anything else for this movie? I don't think. I don't. Don't don't rush out to so? see this one. Don't, don't watch it. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. I mean, uh, here. Let me let me pull up the what we have going on next yeah next up we have best christmas party ever what that's the name of no way the movie 
best Christmas party ever. Best and Christmas it, this is party the, ever. This is the second to last movie of 2014, Daniel. We have to do another wrap up. Yep. Holy cow. Yep. Wow. Uh, this um, stars Tori DeVito, Steve Lund, Linda Thorson, and some other people. What's the? Can you can you hit us with a little uh, teaser? You're not going to do that little teaser. A party planner is tasked with mentoring her boss's nephew, who is set to take over the business. Guess what? They're going to fall in love. <laughs> spoiler alert! Oh, he's going to want to do things. He's going to want to do things. Okay, so is, do we think he is? This is our fun new game. Uh, welcome to our brand new segment. What what the hell's going to happen in the next one? Uh, where Trey and I use our vast reserves of Hallmark knowledge to predict. What the hell is going to happen in the next movie? Uh-huh. Is he going to be the traditionalist or is she going to be the traditionalist? Ooh, can you give me their occupations again? They are party planners. Uh, so I think she has been more in charge of party planning. He is the nephew of the boss. Oh, oh, this it could really go either way. It really, really could. Because if she's in charge, she can be traditionalist and the nephew can want to have to rebel from his... Uh, from his patriarch mm-hmm. but it could go the the nephew is taking in the traditionalist view from his boss but she is this independent woman who wants to branch out and do her own thing dude i read Daniel, the hallmark really... description they told me they told me who it is who is it uh okay with a, when an opportunity to plan a toy store's christmas eve party arises jenny runs with it arranging a warm and traditional affair in the same vein as the Christmas parties that inspired her as a child. As Christmas Eve approaches, will Jenny open her heart to find love for the holidays? This guy can only be described as white bread. (laughs) I've never seen a more bland yet conventionally attractive man. Let's go, Wonder Bread. He He just looks like if you type it into Google, white man, he's what pops up. You know, not every, <laughs> not every Hallmark movie can have someone, someone that is interesting and engaging mm. as one of their stars. Yep. But I do know five in, very engaging stars that you could participate in, and that is on Apple Apple yeah. Podcasts. Yeah. If you leave us a five star review, we really we really like that. It will help us out. Um, Sorry, you I'm could also the email us. The next movie, yeah. The movie after this is the Christmas Parade. Dude, 2014 started out so strong. Can we start out like we're gonna have a little retrospective for a moment here? 2014 was strong. Yeah. And then it 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 just plummeted to the ground. It really fell off. Do we think it fell off here or Christmas at Cartwrights? Christmas at Cartwrights for sure. (laughs) I mean, this was the this solidified that it fell off, but Christmas at Cartwrights kind of started the descent. I mean, you were never going to top Mr. Miracle. No, it, you couldn't. It, it's hard to do that. Um, I would hate if I got like the lineup of Hallmark movies and they were like, "Okay, great. So we're doing um, we're doing one Christmas Eve, uh, and then Debbie's got Debbie's got her new movie coming out, and then it's you." I'd be like, "Damn it! I'm after Debbie. Oh, never gonna be able to beat Debbie." <laughs> you can't. You can't trump Debbie. I wonder if Debbie just comes into these Hallmark meetings and is like. Takes off her massive sunglasses, throws them on the table, and she's like, here's what's going down, people. All right. When I'm in the room, I run the meeting. <laughs> eyes on um, eyes on me. Eyes on eyes on me. <laughs> eyes on me. Who's holding the pen? 
She has an ink pen. Like she dips it she's with got her a quill. Who are a we feather. kidding? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Debbie's got a quill. She's got a quill. She dips it in her little ink well, and she goes, "Who? Who are you? Who are you to say?" And then she writes her scripts in her quill. Um, they're, they're handwritten scripts. There's only one yeah. for the entire <laughs> production to share. Uh, yeah, everyone. Listen, shares. when you're Debbie, you can't go giving that shit out. No, it's got to be kept under around. wraps. Yeah, baby, that's yeah. lock and key. She's got security guards to guard her scripts. <laughs> You can email us like Ed did uh, at mistletoesecret at gmail.com. You can also go to our website, mistletoesecret.com, and read the whole story. Uh, we have it laid out there in nice little sections for y'all. Excruciating detail. A lot of detail. You can also follow us on Twitter. We try to tweet every day at HTUSecret on Twitter.com. My name is Trey Plotnicki. My name is Daniel Kunkel. And I'm reminding you to stay jingling and stay jolly. Thank you for listening.